Hello, America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley, and every time I say my opener, I feel like it's so breathless, so I'm trying to figure out a way to kind of like breathe in between the words. Hello, America, comma, and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back. Are you a two-comma person or a one-comma person? Hello, America, comma, and everywhere else in the world, comma. Welcome back to the greatest improvised podcast that you've ever heard in your entire life. So guys, I got a I, I was with my wife and one of our friends uh yesterday because what happens is after you marry someone, whoever they knew before and whoever you knew before, they're no longer a friend of your girlfriend's or your friend. They're now our friends, right? We share we share things. We share toilet paper, we share a hamper. You know what I mean? So make sure you're taking care of yourself. Make sure what's going in the hamper, you know, just in case it gets seen, isn't questionable. You're an adult. You should know how to wipe your ass correctly. And I shouldn't see skip marks in your underwear. Like that dude from wrestling back in the day, Pat Patterson, who used to do the stink face, which is a wrestling move. The stink face is a wrestling move that was made famous by Rikishi a wrestler in the WWF back in the day, formerly now known as WWE, where when you were all dazed and punch drunk and exhausted from being in the middle of a wrestling match and you're all and maybe someone threw you into the corner of the ring and you're laying against what's called a turnbuckle and you're sitting there on the floor, a large, obese, uh, I believe Samoan man would run up to you give himself a wedgie and rub his ass in your face until you either suffocated right right just right until suffocation could happen this dude's rubbing his ass in your face but maybe you are just so grossed out like you should be able to tap out like the match should be able to be over after some big fat sweaty dude is literally rubbing his ass crack all over your face this is a thing. You can look it up on YouTube if you don't know about it. If you know, you know. Um, Yeah, so you share things, right? So we were walking, and we saw these two corgis, a couple of corgis. And it just I just can't help but wonder if why are corgis such a popular thing? I feel like corgis didn't even exist when I was a kid, or maybe I just didn't pay attention to them. Like, did corgis just come out? You know what I mean? Did corgis just come out? When did corgis come out? Hold on a second. When did corgis become a breed? Because I feel like within the last... This could be a stretch, but I'm saying like five years. Within the last five years, I've noticed that people have become so fucking excited about corgis like they love them. And I hate to be one of those miserable pricks, which... I'm such so, cuz I, I feel like I have such positive energy and and I'm and part of my job part of what I do on a daily basis the thing that the thing that I do for a living is to make people feel good and to help them and I don't bullshit people I'm straight up with people you know what I mean if somebody's wants to be better and they're not doing things that make them better but they're just saying they want to be better then I tell them you don't want to be better you like saying it but you don't want to until you start doing these things I keep it straight up I keep it a buck with these fucking people you know so all these, and I don't want to be one of these people that's like, I point out 
the fact that everybody loves this thing because I'm not one of those assholes. I'm not like a contrarian to that level where everyone likes this thing. So now I hate it. I just don't understand why corgis are so liked. You know what I mean? If you're if you have and, and it could be because I'm a cat person, because if you have a dog that can't even jump up onto a fucking couch without your assistance because its legs are too short or it can't run up a flight of stairs without it being a joke. It's like, is that really a dog? You know, I never really, I never had my own dog. And if I did have a dog, I would be at a certain point in my life. I feel like when you have a dog, you have to have time for a dog. You have to have energy for a dog and you have to have like, I mean, honestly, mostly time, right? So because dogs require a lot of retention, you know, you got to take a dog outside unless you want to be one of those gross people that just has wee wee pads all over their apartment. You ever been to someone's house that's a lazy piece of shit but thinks dogs are cute? So they decided, oh, yeah, we just he just goes on the wee wee pad and then I and then I clean it. You know, so you're sitting in a room where there's a wee wee pad with piss and shit on it and. It'll, it'll be there for hours sometimes because nobody wants to take the dog outside because people forget like, yeah, the dog is cute, but you get home and it's the end of a long day and it's drizzling outside and you got to take that motherfucker outside for a walk. You know what I mean? You want to go on vacation? You got to either take the dog with you or you got to get somebody to dog sit for you. So you're paying for a vacation and you're paying someone to pick up your dog's shit and be friends with your dog, which is cool, actually. You know, babysitting the dog is actually kind of fun. I, sadly, I recently discovered that I am allergic to short-haired dogs. Ain't that a bitch. So, basically, I um, took a sip of my mud water just now. Shout out to mud water, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, mud water. It's been a great replacement for me. Uh, I was a huge coffee drinker my whole life and coffee started kind of not agreeing with me. Coffee kind of started, I would take a sip of it, like I said, and I'd be running in the bathroom. If you guys have been listening, it was fucking up my stomach, like really making me feel like shit. Now my bowel movements are incredible and I've been drinking mud water for the last week and truth be told, I, I don't I don't even, I don't think I could ever go back. I mean, I like tea, I like coffee. It's kind of like a beautiful baby that the two of them had that will never betray my stomach and honestly it, it it also tastes delicious which is a plus so you should check out mud water and um actually go to the link in my bio on my instagram Corey easily underscore click on the mud water link and purchase it through there to show your boy some support and love right anyway um they're great but yeah so back to the corgi thing so i saw these corgis and it really, it really just kind of annoys me that all of a sudden people just jump on these crazes. And I think that's a sign that I'm getting older. Because when I was a kid, I didn't understand how all the things that I loved, the older people would sometimes look at me like, yo, that shit is trash, bro. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is stupid. Because they didn't understand it. So maybe there's a lot of things I don't understand. Am I going to be a miserable prick about it? Like some of the old adults when I was a kid? No. I'm not going to choose that route. I'm actually actively fighting to not become a person who is miserable about things that make people happy. Because the truth is, I feel like we all deserve to have shit in our lives that brings us joy. So what do you do? You make an attempt to understand. I'm not going to go hang out with a bunch of fucking corgis because I'm possibly allergic to them. But 
I can understand. So what am I going to try to understand? I'm going to understand that what's my reason for not caring for them very much. They're just not my kind of dog. And that's also okay too. So I feel like the pendulum of um, that generation of people that hated all the new stuff swung really far into the opposite direction to where it's like, oh, well, everybody has to like the thing that I like or they are a hateful person and they should be canceled, right? And it's like, no, that's not fair. People are also allowed to not give a shit about what you like, but you got to do it respectfully, right? I'm not going to sit here and talk shit about corgis, even though I did yesterday. And I don't know what kind of mood I was in. And again, that's the thing. You got to be able to check yourself like, yo, was I just in a shit mood that I saw these two happy little stupid dogs? And I decided I'm just going to fucking talk shit about these dogs. You know, I'm just going to I'm going to talk a bunch of shit. And these dogs don't care. The dogs don't give a shit. Um, they're living their best lives because they have someone who loves them. They have someone who plays with them on demand. They shit and someone picks it up. Nobody picks up my shit. That would be weird, right? Although I don't put anyone in a position to pick up my shit. But you know what? There's a moral here. Start picking up your own shit. Maybe it'll feel good. Dogs are always happy, right? <clears throat> anyway, the real reason I came here to talk to you guys today is because I saw a commercial that showed me that Gogurt still exists. Do you guys remember Gogurt? Yes, it's yogurt in a tube, in a tube that's kind of shaped like the same kind of packaging that a straw comes in, except a little fatter, so you can fit a bunch of yogurt in there. It's yogurt, but it's on the go, so whoever came up with the name Gogurt is brilliant. I hope they're a billionaire, because that's cool. It's catchy. You know, I always, I always think that, like, when someone comes up with something that I love, it gives you a little, it makes you happy because you, you're like, man, it's so simple, but it's so clever. Like, if you ever heard of Love Sack, Love Sack, they make these really cool, decorative, kind of nice, snazzy looking beanbags that you can sit on and decorate. You can furnish your home with it. You can furnish your living room with a Love Sack. You can furnish, like, your game room, your den, your man cave, your woman cave. I don't know what that would, 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 if it's called a woman cave or not, but you know what I mean? You could furnish your cave with it and uh, you go down into your cave and you can lay on a bunch of beanbags. You can even sleep on a be- uh, on a love sack if it's big enough, but they also make, uh, so I went on their website because I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if we got a love sack? My brother-in-law and sister-in-law, they just got a house. But like, man, have you guys ever thought about getting a love sack? So I start like, I start plugging it in every chance I get. Start talking to people about love sacks like I fucking work for them. I don't. I just think what they do is cool, right? So <clears throat> you go on the website and you find out, oh, they make they make uh, they make couches, they make love seats, and they also have sectionals, but they call them sectionals. And I was like, man, what a great idea! Someone woke up one morning, went to a meeting at Love Sack, and said, what if we call them sectionals? And that person got the rest of the day off. They got a bonus. They're living their best lives because they got a fucking good night's sleep and came in with a solid idea. That's what they did. They exercised their brain power, which is something we should all start doing. Instead of just reacting all the time like a bunch of fucking animals. You follow that page, Nature is Metal. It's incredible. I just saw a jaguar eating an alligator casually like it was a fucking tube of Gogurt just... Um, but yeah, I, I, I saw the Gogurt commercial and I thought, you know, it'd be cool if there was 
that kind of thing, but for adults, especially since people are on the go and yogurt is not a handheld food, wouldn't it be weird if you saw somebody just dumping a tub of yogurt into the palm of their hand and just licking it off their hand? Yeah, that'd be gross, right? That'd be weird. That person is strange, especially now during COVID times, although I've been told there's a lot of hearsay going on for the last couple of years, right? For Forever, but particularly in the last couple of years, you hear something from somewhere, you can either accept it as a fact or you can go do research yourself. But I'm not a doctor. But I've been told that uh, you cannot, that COVID-19 is not transferable from through surfaces. I, somebody said that to me. I don't know if that's 100% true, but I heard it. And it was one of those things that, you know what? I actually like that. I hope it's true. So I'm just going to choose to believe it. See, I'm guilty of it too. I do it all the time. You know, if I if I hear a fact that sounds like a fact that I like, I'll do. I'll go, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to choose to believe that. That's going to be the reality. That I choose, because perception is everything, right? We learned that when we watched The Matrix starring Larry Fishburne or Lawrence Fishburne for you t- you who are less acquainted with the guy. Um, he used to have hair and then he was bald and became Morpheus. That's how that works. And then he had hair again and became Superman's boss. So he's been around for a long time. You know, those those celebrities that are just they've been around forever and you you just don't ever you can't imagine them not being here anymore. You know, Lawrence Fishburne is older than uh, the guy that played Alfred in the Batman movie. Jesus Christ. What's his name? (laughs) Michael Caine. My name is Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Is he's been around forever. He's really old. I don't even want to look it up because I feel like all the people that I thought were really cool and were like the grown ups when I was a little kid, like they were in all the movies. I feel like they're getting to an age where so such and such died today. And I'm just like, fuck. And we it's crazy how emotionally attached we get to these people that we don't know. But that's because they're they were part of our story almost. These people influenced us before influencers even were a thing, right? You know, I saw this thing that came out that said, if you were born before this time, you kind of got the best of both worlds because if you're like a millennial from that was born in this time, because you were alive before social media and before like everything was so digital to now when everything is. So you kind of like understand a little bit of both. And you're also receptive to being able to pick up on things, you know, like you ever try to get a get your fucking parents to use a computer. You know what I mean? When my mom discovered what emojis were, forget about it. She would be sending me a bunch of like, I would be like, hey, boo. Well, I calls me boo. Hey, boo. And I, I'm dead ass serious, like 15 incoherent emojis afterwards. And I'm sure I'm not the only person who has experienced this. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, these old people trying to stay relevant. That's what happens. You get older and you just like, oh, this is what everybody does now. So trying to stay relevant. Trying to stay relevant is fucking exhausting. Trying to stay relevant is exhausting. And it's so blatantly obvious um, like now more than it ever has been to me because it's so easy to go on social media and see people doing things Not necessarily because they're good, because I'm a huge fan of people creating and I'm a huge fan of people 
believing in their art. I love a comedian who, even if people aren't necessarily laughing that much at their their jokes, especially if it's a stand-up, they still believe it, in it. They think it's funny enough to keep trying from different angles to get it to where it hits. But you know what? They believe in it, so they're going to keep pushing it. You got to be willing to try stuff. But then there's also motherfuckers out there that are just constantly flooding our feeds with a bunch of nonsense, a bunch of shit that they don't even believe. We know these people and we're like, God, are you just trying to remind us that you're alive? Because we don't care anymore. God, after COVID, everything changed, right? Your uh, your social circles have, have shifted a little bit. You, The people that you know and love, if they weren't within a tier of closeness to you, chances are you haven't made a major effort to be in the same room as them within the last year. Chances are you haven't. And you can do you can do what you want with that information. You can take that information and go, well, fuck, I mean, maybe I'm not that close to this person. Or you can go, you know what, I am close to this person. I respect how they're trying to get on their feet. So many people are trying to get on their feet. I feel like we take things too personally sometimes. So I'm going to say this. Anybody who you feel like has done you wrong, give them a call and say, hey, you did me wrong, and see what they say. And then shoot me an email about it at CoreyHasAPodcast at gmail.com because I would like to know how that conversation goes. Fuck it. You got nothing to lose. What's going to happen? You're going to never see them again? What's going to happen? They're going to tell you, oh, you got to stay in your house for eight months and you can't go back to work. Oh, you can't. uh, Life is not going to be normal. You got to wear a mask too so nobody's even going to know who you are. You could run up on a motherfucker now. Masks got creative, right? You go on some websites, you go shopping. If you're an online shopper, you start seeing, oh, and you can get a mask that matches the jumpsuit, right? And people built successful businesses, which I love to see. Everybody keeps talking about this like roaring 20s shit that's about to happen. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to see it. You know what I mean? I'm drinking mud water and shit. I'm getting myself healthy. I honestly wanted, I do want to take this moment to say that I am proud to announce that I quit smoking cigarettes after a decade of smoking cigarettes um, last year. I quit smoking cigarettes and it's been over a year. It's been, it was a year on the 29th of March and I feel really good. And, I, and, and and doing that, taking that kind of control, it actually, the onset of it was, I started just doing all these thinkings, thinking about how I don't want things in my life that make me feel like shit anymore. I don't want things in my life that don't propel me forward. So I made a conscious effort, you know, it, on my own to kind of just decide I'd like to live my life this way. Therefore, that's what I'm going to do. So smoking was one of the main things that I wanted to eliminate from my life, and I have. Um, and people are like, how'd you quit? I'm going to actually tell you a real way how I quit smoking. I quit smoking by every single day. I was the kind of guy that would wake up and have a coffee with a cigarette, you know what I mean? From age 18 to all the way to 31, or to 30. <clears throat> I just every morning would look up all the negative effects that cigarettes have on you and look at pictures and look at and found out that cigarettes are actually the 
number one leading cause of death among adults in this country. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want that to be the thing that takes me out. So I just stopped. You know what I mean? And and to anybody out there who's struggling and wants to quit smoking, fucking you're going to do it on your own time. People that don't understand that addiction are going to have their opinions about it. Some people who never even fucking put a cigarette up to their lips and inhaled it and realized how fucking really good it feels at the time. They're never going to understand it. So, you know, do it when you're ready. Do anything when you're ready. Do everything when you're ready. Start that project when you're ready. Start that podcast when you're ready. Make that music when you're ready. Drop that new track. Paint that fucking picture. Start cooking. Pick something up. Create a masterpiece, baby. You know, because you got the same 24 hours in a day as Beyonce. I saw that on a t-shirt. So uh, do it. And have you seen Beyonce on Hot Ones? That wasn't Beyonce. That was Maya Rudolph. And she was incredible. And I believe... Everything she does is incredible. So go out, get out there and uh, do something dope today. Take care of yourselves. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for tuning in every week. Follow me on Instagram at Corey Easley underscore. Um, subscribe to the show. Share it with your friends. And stay tuned because I got a lot of cool, exciting stuff popping off in the works in the future. So I'll talk to you guys all soon. Take care. Later.